Hello, everyone, and welcome to Vibrant Life Allies, the podcast that teaches you about coaches and other individuals who can help you live more vibrantly. I'm your host, Lisa the Life Coach. Today, I have an amazing guest, always for you, um, Kate Gray of the Boss Bitch Business School. Kate and her team help women entrepreneurs hit those six-figure and seven-figure goal milestones. So definitely an amazing episode. Kate is a very successful, knowledgeable woman and a lot to learn there, even if you're not someone who's you know, launching a business or scaling a business. Um, there was still points that you know she discussed that are important to anyone's life as far as how you show up and how you go after what you want, things like that. So check it out. And I know that you'll learn something from this episode. And if you are someone who is starting, scaling, um, growing your business, whatever you might be doing and you're struggling or you just want to like hit the super speed button on that, um, reach out to Kate and her team and they will help you do just that. And as always, I'm here for you if you are struggling with perfectionism, anxiety, imposter syndrome, anything that is holding you back from living that happy, healthy life and reaching your goals. I'm here and I would love to coach you. So reach out to me as well and just get out there and live more vibrantly. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Vibrant Life Allies. I'm very happy today to have Kate Gray with us, but I will let her, as as usual, tell you a little bit about herself and introduce herself to those of you who don't know her. Kate? Yay. Thank you so much for having me, Lisa. I'm really happy to be here. Hi, everybody. My name is Kate Gray, and I'm the founder of Boss Bitch Business. I have built two seven-figure businesses and one six-figure business. Um, The seven-figure businesses were online. The six-figure business was offline. And my mission in life with Boss Bitch Business is to increase the only 2% of female entrepreneurs that hit seven figures in revenue. I want to 10X that figure by 2025. My specialty is I help female entrepreneurs build a life of freedom that can look like a seven-figure business for some. It can look like a six-figure business for others. Our goal is always to get them to a point where they, they have financial freedom that is in alignment with their values. And so sometimes that's more time freedom than money freedom or vice versa. But I'm here to just allow female entrepreneurs to really build autonomous life, autonomous wealth and a life of freedom. Amazing. So tell us a little bit then about your other businesses that you've had. Yeah. So my first, um, so well, my first six figure business was I had five um, fitness like locations, boot, fitness boot camp locations over the Gold Coast, and it was called Body Transformers Holistic Health and Fitness, and it was really cool. We tried to come into the market. Um, it was about eight years ago, and where I live is kind of similar to Miami in the United States. It's very um, much about like what you look like, and you know all the girls are very mindful of their bodies, and everything was very extrinsic, mo- extrinsically motivated about health. And so we came in with ticking the extrinsic boxes, but we wanted to bring in the intrinsic element as well of like, you know, health actually starts from within and it's about what we fuel our body above, like eating things that could hurt us to look good. So we tried to bring the balance of looking good and feeling good and actually being happy into the industry. And we did really well. It was great. My second one was a seven figure business called Ancient Awakening. 
and we did online uh, mentorship programs for people that were interested in developing themselves spiritually, which looking back on it as I've grown as a human, I think it's interesting because we're already spiritual. So developing something that we already are, although it did help many, many people. So it's, it was completely perfect at the time. And we also ran psychedelic health retreats um, all over the world. So we only ran in countries where it was legal. We'd just like to point that out because there's a lot of legality <laughs> issues in some countries, particularly this one. Um, and um, the intention was we, we wanted to help people reconnect with themselves. And, you know, we did pe- people that had PTSD, addiction, um, just people who were unhappy with their life, but had no major problems, just a sense of unhappiness. People that had just gotten out of bad relationships, people who had overcome like terminal illness. We helped a variety of people in that business and it was amazing. And then my my final one was working as a business mentor. So it was just my own personal brand. We hit seven figures. Um, I had a signature program called Proximity, which I still have. And um, we just help entrepreneurs become like entrepreneurs. We're a support group for people that actually like want to know what it means to live a life as an entrepreneur and 95% of our client base are coaches because I was a coach. Wow. And that's amazing. Those are all very interesting businesses. And it sounds like you have loads of experience and probably a million stories about all that. So that's really exciting. And that statistic you gave in the beginning about only 2% of women's businesses hit those numbers. That was very, very interesting. So, and I'm glad that something that you're working on is, is changing that. Yeah, hundred percent. I think when I read that study, they said only 35% believe that it's possible for them as well, which kind of also made me, made me a little bit like sad, which is why I built boss bitch. I was like, Oh no, this is not okay. We can't have this. (laughs) Awesome. So you work with women and you help them grow their businesses to these, you know, milestones that apparently many of us don't believe that we can reach. What are some of the common things then that you you have to help them through to get to these goals? Yeah. So I actually believe that being a successful entrepreneur comes down to 10% strategy and 90% mindset. And although we're not mindset coaches, like my business partner is an incredible change and transformational um, coach he's you know worked along and spoken alongside Tony Robbins Richard Branson Tim Ferriss so he's very good um, and he handles that component because I'm it's not my specialty but we do weave in a lot of um, mindset work and we teach people how to be resilient but not only how to build an epic funnel and to create a lead generation system and how to sell but we also teach them how to potentially fire a family member <laughs> if they have it like they're the things that people really want to know because you can find any strategy on the internet, but having the resilience to actually do what you have to do to show up on a daily basis, particularly as a woman, because there are very, there are very strong unconscious narratives that, you know, we can't ask for what we want, that we should feel guilty. So when it comes to actually stepping in and asking for what we want and, and actually showing up and making decisions we need to, to move our business forward, we have this myriad of conditioning that kind of works against us. So a lot of what we do is just actually providing guidance and permission for women to make the decisions and take the actions they need to for their business to be successful, along with a crap ton of strategy and everything else that you need from, from funnels to sales training to customer delivery operations, management of teams, all of those things. Yeah. I, I don't think a lot of people probably consider when they're getting into business, having to fire someone, for example. <laughs> um, I can't imagine if that was a, a family member. I know like 
for me personally, I've had people that I work with and like, I like them, but the service that they're providing is not a value to my business. And, you know, I work with them. I see that. And I've had those relationships continue where I was essentially just giving this person money because I was getting no value out of the service, but you know, it was not something I was prepared for to, you know, let people I go that it's nothing wrong with their work. I like them as a person. It's just not something that's helping my business. Yeah. It's a really hard situation to be in. And I think it's like a rite of passage for all of us, isn't it? I remember at one of my retreats, my mom used to come along and support and I love my mom to pieces, but she hadn't done years of inner personal development work. And there was a problem in the team where she felt that she was being picked on by the other ladies, which is her perception, but it was also her projection. And I could see that because it had triggered other things in her. And so I actually had to sit down and and coach my own mom through how to like communicate and operate effectively in the team. And, um, it was really hard. It was because I just wanted to get angry at her, which was like not effective. And I had to go, well, if this was a normal staff member, would I be angry? And it's like, well, of course I wouldn't. But that I had that personal charge and like dynamic of like 30 something years of her being my mom. It was very difficult. Yeah. So, you know, there are interactions there that maybe people aren't prepared for, especially mm-hmm. women in, in having that business. So you help them with those kind of things. What are some some other things that that we have to to work through to get our business to six and seven figures? Yeah, I really do believe that there's a thing called behavioral range. And if we could talk in terms of masculine and feminine energy, um, which is like commonly comprehended by everybody really these days, it's quite common to talk about it. But I think as women, particularly because we've been told throughout our life that if we become really good at business, we're going to like, and there's nothing wrong with this at all. I'm just taking an 80s stereotype. We're going to cut all our hair short and we're going to wear a power suit with shoulder pads and we're going to be a ball buster. Like we've been taught this archetype, particularly my generation, for a long time. And so we reject that. We're like, oh, I don't want to be like that. And I'm going to go in and I'm I'm going to be heart-centered. I'm going to be kind and I'm going to be, and all those attributes are very valid and important but sometimes you have to be ruthless and it's called behavioral range and flexibility and the person with the most behavioral range in any situation who can shape shift through the different energies albeit masculine feminine or behavioral so and they can be direct and blunt or they can be compassionate and caring they can speak up and ask for what they want or they can step back and listen that person who can execute all those roles and energies fluidly will have the most influence now as women we have conditioning that tells us that if we want to remain feminine or if we want like it's unconscious like it goes back to the evolution ideas if we want to get a mate we have to step back and we have to be kind and nurturing. And so when we get into business, we block off that side of ourselves. We actually need to engage, which is the side that's going to go in there and ask for what we want and negotiate a million dollar deal and be prepared to walk out of that boardroom. Even if it's not what we want, even if the boardroom's full of men to put the people pleaser outside and not let her come in. And like all these things that we, we shut off because we don't want to become that archetype of the, sh- the ball busting short haired power suit wearing shoulder pad lady that we're told that we would become and then we would end up lonely we wouldn't have a family we wouldn't have children there are all these unconscious biases that we don't even know we have based on our evolutionary conditioning yeah that's a great point and you know i can see in business how women would be you know kind of forced to see those different personality aspects and how they need to engage with them and i think it's a good 
thing to learn in your business, but even if you don't have a business, right? There are times when that people pleasing has gone to a negative side. It's not balanced and you're never taking care of yourself or your own needs, even in your personal life, not just business. So I think that like that's, I've never heard of explained as a behavioral range, but I think that's very important to, to any woman to understand that there are different ways to handle situations and they are appropriate at different times. Yeah, agreed. Like I try not to make anything wrong. I just try and work with what is needed for that moment. And sometimes that does mean that I have to speak up the loudest or raise my voice because there are times that I can be environments with all men and they don't, they, they, they have unconscious bias towards me thinking because of my appearance or um, that I'm a woman that I'm not going to be as educated or as um, eloquent or have the skills happened the other day in an Uber, which was so fun, so funny. The Uber driver just, he, he just continually talked over me and had this unconscious bias because I was this girl dressed nicely, getting in his Uber. Um, and that I said that I did a business that I wouldn't know anything about business. So he was like, just lecturing me on the skills of business. Like I had no idea. And sometimes Mm -hmm. we have to be assertive or sometimes we have to choose to, I chose to just let that go. This is a waste of time, but it was just the micro of what can happen when you enter the field of business, particularly like the corporate space in business. So don't make it wrong. If you have to raise your voice, don't feel guilty. Don't make it wrong. If you have to be assertive or tell some or set really strong boundaries, because you're here to do a job. And if your business is your mission and your purpose in life, well, then it's worth doing whatever you need to do to get that done. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, learning how to read those situations and show up the way that you need to, but also taking care of, you know, like you said, what you need, what you need to get things done. So that's really important. And I'm sure that that's a huge asset to the people you work with to learn how to, for women to learn how to negotiate those types of situations. Yeah, hugely. Yes. (laughs) So then how does mindset about money and success come in to when you're working with these women? Yeah, money is a huge one. I mean, I think there's so many different strategies that I've used over the years. I still come back to it and it's quite metaphysical and it's quite esoteric. But in my experience, it's the truth for me and for the ladies that I work with, it's very much the truth for them. If your external reality does not look like how you're consciously saying you want it to, that includes success and money, well, then it's you're actually unconsciously creating it. So we have to come back to looking within and we actually have a an amazing lady who's based in the United States called Michelle Masters. And any of our clients that are having extreme like blocks around money or success, she's like a master NLP trainer, holographics, NLP, um, family systems, constellations work. She's like the best. I've, I go and have sessions with her if I need to tune up. She's like my mechanic, my mind mechanic. We actually send out like anyone that really needs to do work to her. And she has a program within our program talking specifically around money. Um, It actually comes back to it's us. It's our relationship with money, which can be linked back to our relationship with our parents. And we modeled them and we're just running their programs and patterns. And often our relationship with money is reflective to our relationship to our father. And the, the wealth line runs through the father's family line. So there are all these things that her specialty that she dives right into. And we have that as a part of our program. That's amazing. So if I can switch real quick, what a, give me yeah. some more details about your team and your program and, and what all you offer there. 
Yeah, so our program's called um, Boss Bitch Digital Incubator. And it's an incredible 90-day program where we take someone through how to launch a product or a service from pre-launch to launch to post-launch. So business is split up into three areas, leads, sales, delivery. So we cover leads, how you sell, how you sell it, convert them, how you make them a customer, and then how you deliver the product or the service. But we woven through that, we have mindset work, embodiment work. We help people work on their wealth mindset, um, the mindset work of like communication, relationships, leadership. So each component and each module has the context that they need, which is the mindset, the embodiment work, how they show up, as well as the strategy. So it's this interwoven um, 90-day program that weaves in the mindset that you need as an entrepreneur, as a female to show up, and then the strategy you need to execute. And the strategies we work, we always test organic first. That's our motto and our philosophy. If you don't test organic first and you start throwing money at things, biggest mistake I see on all entrepreneurs make, and they waste so much money. And um, we also believe that unless you're spending $10,000 a month on your own on ads, you should not hire an agency because you haven't actually have a, you don't have enough data and enough testing and enough experience with the AI and the algorithms on Facebook and Instagram to actually know who your audience is unless you're investing that much. So we help them set up, we help them test organically. We help them organically as leads and conversions and sales because sometimes how you think is going to be the best way to sell your product and service isn't. You might need to do a webinar, a Facebook challenge. It might be one-on-one. So we test all of that. Once that's tested and it's sweet, then we show them how to set it up and make it an automated evergreen as much or as little as they want. Some people don't want fully evergreen products. They still want to service people. They still want to do sales face-to-face. Others just want to go to a landing page. So depending what they want, we help them set that framework up And then they can just hit on at any time they want in their business. So they get to walk away with that model. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) So it it sounds like if if you're a woman starting your business, like come here, (laughs) come see Kate. You've got this amazing program built up to take you through, you know, all of the the strategy, the technical stuff, and then the mindset work, which can be make or break as well. Yes. Yeah. We have lots of plug-in funnels because one of the biggest things people struggle with, and this is for people who are relaunching or scaling or starting. One of the issues people have is the tech, right? So they, they're particularly women, they're blocked. Oh, I don't know how to build funnels or I, I don't know how to run ads. Well, so we have plug-in funnels. So all they need to do is buy click funnels and then they can just plug our funnel in and it helps them with the process. And then we have the swipe files and the templates for the emails and the ad copy and the squeeze pages, et cetera. And they just literally get to run our template. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Cause that, that kind of work is like you said, it's one of those things where it's like, we don't, I don't know how to do this. And it takes, it does take a, a long time to, to learn and, and get those things together on your own. But if someone works with you, then they've kind of, they've got the, that information to understand it and implement it and then also templates. So that's super amazing. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I'm sold. So I know the listeners are, <laughs> um, what are then like, so you do the mindset, the automation, the strategies, what are some of the other things that you help them implement? I think one of the, actually, this is not an implementation thing. We help them implement everything from like all their lead systems. So depending what lead generation system they want to use, we have some doing webinars, 
So we have a webinar training. So how to how to deliver webinars, how to how to speak to sell. Like it's very different, and it's something that often a lot of women really struggle with because being able to speak to sell from webinar or stage, which I'm experienced in both. I've spoken alongside Tony Robbins, Les Brown. Um, Dr. Don Mina Martini, Michael Gerber, Brian Tracy, Jack Canefield, and soon Eric Thomas, which I'm really excited about. I love Eric Thomas. Um, Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. Um, So speaking to sell, particularly virtually, is actually what people would consider quite a masculine skill because it's very linear. It's very process orientated. Traditionally, women struggle with that. So we have training in that in the platform so they can learn if they use the webinar funnel, if they use a Facebook group challenge funnel, which is amazing. And that's how I built my first seven-figure business um, through all Facebook challenges. It was awesome. Did it before Tony, Russell, and Dean decided to start doing it. I think they stole my idea. Um, and yes, um, so we, we, we <laughs> totally. Um, so we have like how to actually run a Facebook challenge to convert because a lot of people are running in them and they're like, oh, I'm not making sales. But Again, there's a linear, processed, step-by-step way that you have to do that if you want to convert a sale at the end of a Facebook challenge. It's very different to just sharing. One of the biggest mistakes people make when they're wanting to convert through their marketing and the, the sales process that they use is that they, they educate over inspire. So we actually want to inspire, not educate. If we educate, what happens is people don't have the buying temperature to buy. They feel confused. They feel overwhelmed. They get paralysis analysis. So our job is to give a small amount of education and then a massive amount of inspiration. We want to instill belief in them. So that's something that we we train the, the ladies in, which is actually that in itself is priceless. If they can walk away with comprehending that, they'll be fine. And so then obviously we then take them through, well, how do they deliver to the customer on the other end? Because once somebody's paid us, they're eight times more likely to pay us again. Once the transactions happened, sometimes they don't then leverage that transaction. They kind of just move on to try and create more clients when that's actually harder to do. So we help depending on the business, whether it's product-based or service-based, it's a lot of revolutionary things you can do if you're a product-based business to deliver that will set you apart from other businesses. Specifically now, everything is moving online. Digital is where the world is going. So you know, one of my mentors said to me once, if you want to be successful, find out where the, where the world's going and get there first. If you want to know where it's going, it's going online. Figure out if you're a, pro- a retail outlet right now, how can you get online? Listen to the guy from Shopify the other day on Clubhouse, the president. What a genius. He was talking about all the amazing people that pivoted online when COVID happened. It was extraordinary what they did. There was a restaurant that started running cooking classes. Chipotle created a virtual farmer's market. Like this stuff is mind-blowing. So we actually look at the delivery, like how do you deliver to your customers? What is the customer service, the customer experience post-sale? Because that is just as important as lead generation. Yes, that is very good advice. I appreciate that myself. So I know that the, the listeners do as well. And so tying into what you said about inspiring and educating, I think you yourself and then what you've done here and what you're offering, <laughs> you've, you've inspired today. What could be a little education for the listeners? What are some things that they can do? They're trying to start their business or scale and they're listening to this. What are a few little tips you can give them? Yeah, great, great question. So the first first tip I want to say is actually a quote from Jeff Bezos. And it's I'm going to slightly shift it a little because I didn't like his language with it. But it's be deadly focused on the goal, but flexible 
on the details, on the path getting there. And I think that is really, really important. So be really rigid on where you're going. Be like, that's my goal. I, I, that's my life I want that is in alignment with my freedom. But then if you try one thing and it doesn't work, don't worry about it. Just try something else. Keep being flexible because the person who wins in entrepreneurship is not the smartest. It's not the richest. It's not the person who's got a degree in entrepreneurship at Harvard. Don't even know if that exists. If it does, that's actually quite hilarious. Um, <laughs> very odd to and have that. I think entrepreneurship is DNA related. But the, the person who wins in entrepreneurship is this. It's the person who perseveres the longest. So if you're flexible with how you're going to, to ascertain the goal, you will get there, but you've just got to keep trying. There's a Zen proverb that says there are many roads to the top of the mountain, but once you get there, the view is always the same. Be willing to take many roads. Let go of this rigidity that it has to look one way and be open-minded enough to try everything until something works because it will if you persevere the longest. Right. Sticking with it is very important. And that's something that I work with my clients on all the time. Just keep trying things. Like if you try two or three things and you don't get there, you haven't failed. You just have to try more things. Totally. Exactly. And that's why we always test organically first, because it may not work. A Facebook challenge model might not work for a company. They may have to do webinars. Like it doesn't matter if it doesn't work. It doesn't mean there's something wrong with your coach. It doesn't mean there's something wrong with the strategy. It just may not be the right one for your business. Try something else. Don't take it personally. Don't cry. Keep moving. Right. That is very good advice um, for the listeners. Is there any, any other tips I don't want to cut yes. you off. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I have one more. I also more. don't want to take all the info. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm happy to share this because this is something that really changed the game for me and I love to share it with people. It's Pareto's law. 20% of your actions is going to yield 80% of your results. 20% of your clients is going to create 80% of your revenue. Get really, really clear on what the 20% is and then that is always your priority every single day. I have a Trello on our team and there's one Trello um, cards that says Pareto's Law. That's the first thing I go to when I sit at my desk every day because that is the 20% of my actions that is going to yield the 80% of the results that I need to do in my business. For me, I'm the marketing and leads person in my com- in the company. So I'm always, first thing I do is marketing and leads. Like what am I doing today to create content? What am I doing to create leads? How am I working on the funnels? Whereas other people in the business have different parts of Pareto Law and together we make a whole but you must figure that out. And, and if you don't, you're wasting a lot of time. Absolutely. That's, that's fantastic advice. You have to figure out those activities that actually move you forward and make sure those are the priority every day. Totally. I see a lot of coaches and I love it because I did it too, right? Is that they're designing this amazing program and they haven't given like, and they've been doing it for like three months and they've not given no thought to lead generation and sales, like not one. And so then they have this great program. I'm like, well, how are you going to fill it? And they're like, I don't know. I'm like, well, when are you going to run out of money? They're like, oh, I'm pretty much ran out. I'm like, oh, this, this is a problem. <laughs> like, cause exactly. that's the previous law. <laughs> yes. I, I've worked with a lot of people. They want to build the perfect program before they ever work with anyone. And it's yes. like, that's where some of that information is going to come from is working with people. <laughs> so totally. it's, it's, a, it's actually a side-by-side kind of thing. Agree. I remember I did, I was lucky enough to work with Gary V in 2019 and he said, 
He said 99% of entrepreneurs he works with, like they actually launch something before the product or service is finished. (laughs) He's like, it's just like a prerequisite. They always, because they get the data then in the marketing. So then they can actually finish the thing. So it seems to be, made me feel normal. So I was grateful to hear him say that. (laughs) Right. You can't perfect it until it's out there. That's, That's an important step and an important lesson to learn in entrepreneurship. So I think probably most of the people listening are super excited about the possibility of working with you. <laughs> so how do they reach out to you and, and get started? Yay. Um, so do you know how many URLs I have? Oh my gosh. I have my name, but I have like Kate C. Gray. I have Kate Chiffy Gray. It's bossbitchbusiness.com. I've lost count of how many URLs that we own. We own a lot of real estate online. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's not many people with my name. So go to www.bossbitchbusinessschool.com or you can follow me also on Instagram at bossbitchbusinessschool. Come and check out all my stories. I love to share a lot of, of my daily activities behind the scenes on my stories. Um, they're the two best ways to get hold of us. You can find me on Facebook if you like. I'm pretty active on Facebook or at Clubhouse as well. Clubhouse is great. I don't know if you're on it, but I'm I'm loving it. I've not heard of Clubhouse. Okay, is that bad? Is that in- bad to confess? <laughs> no, it's not bad at all. It's a it's a um, Apple phone only app, and it's like a voice. It's like a podcast, but there's like think of a hundred people in a room. And there's a room moderator, which would be the podcast host. And it could be there's, you know, there's Gary V in there, there's Frank Kern, and then there's like James down the road that's just opened a shop. Like there's like anyone can get into these rooms and learn and get wisdom. And it's a voice memo app. It's all voice memo. It's fantastic. Like if you have an Apple phone, I would strongly suggest you download it and, and get on it. It's fantastic. Wow. That does sound fantastic. Thank you. For, yeah, for, thank good. you for sharing that. <laughs> You're um, welcome. And I definitely want to make sure that I'm checking out your Instagram to see what it's like in the life of of Kate Gray. That sounds amazing. Um, so obviously, you have a lot of knowledge and an amazing program here. Before we go today, do you have any last words for our the listeners? 90% of the things you're worrying about today won't actually have an impact on your life at all. Really take consideration where your thoughts, energy, and feelings are going and let go of the stuff that really doesn't matter and just keep moving forward. Like it's one of the biggest lessons I learned as an entrepreneur is just to not worry so much. Like don't try and solve problems that haven't happened yet. And most people I work with are trying to solve problems that haven't happened yet. Just be here now, do the action and keep moving. That's it. Absolutely. I love that. There's a, a quote that I've like changed quite a bit, but I think it's Emerson, but you know, he says, I've suffered a great many tragedies in my life, most of which never occurred. And <laughs> I use that, that all, is brilliant. all the time because I, that was like, that's where I was living my life before I found coaching. Like I was always wow. living all these horrible tragedies and none of them were happening. <laughs> yeah, that is, you know what? That is so spot on. That is the best quote ever. I love it. <laughs> I do too. I, I use it all the time. <laughs> so Um, I really, really appreciate your time today. I'm sure that you're a very busy woman and I love that you came here to share this and that you have this whole program for women. It's super inspiring and amazing. And I just thank you for being here and for, for sharing this with us today. Thank you so much, Lisa. It was really fun. It was really fun to talk to you and connect with you. And I've just had a great time. Thank you so much. 
Great. And for those of you listening that this has been inspiring or resonated with you and you want to, you know, learn more or work with Kate, um, visit her website. We'll put the information in the show notes and, you know, reach out and just get started because that's the only way to get there, right? It's to start taking that action. So reach out. I know that you will love working with Kate and you won't regret it one bit. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys, go out there and live vibrantly.